0: The Sniffer
1: Hi Kath. I had to get a haircut <sighs> No you don't,
0: I was just thinking your hair looks nice Mine looks like a rat's nest <laughs> I, th- I think I look like
1: Christy McNichol in Family <laughs>
0: <laughs> If you get it cut, you, are you going to get like
1: a rooster cut? A what? Rooster cut? What's that? Like those really short, like buzzed up the back cuts? Like an 80s cut? No. My hair dresser never really listens to me anyway. She just does whatever she wants. I know. That's why I ended up looking at these little chunky wisps. Um, She tried to slip me this Farrah Fawcett. (laughs) Oh, poor Farrah. But anyway. (laughs) Hmm, Funny how there's a person walking in high heels through your living room, isn't there? I know. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're in one of those third places. One of those nether worlds that we occasionally go to to do the sniffer. Now, you have the first story. Yes, it's building on something that... You mentioned a few months ago, and I bring it up not because I have tons to add to it, but only because it's happening more and more, and it seems really, really close. There was an article in the New York Times talking about uh, research that's being done to erase memories by using a drug yeah. to uh, monkey around with a particular molecule in the brain. So the drug blocks this molecule, which is responsible for uh, retaining. Memories. Like what? (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) The only reason that I ask Nora as she goes through her notes that we never have down in the the strange (laughs) netherworld is because I found an article too. I don't think they say in the article what specific types of memories. I mean, the applications that they're talking about immediately are the same thing we talked about with propranolol, to block traumatic memories, for instance. But the deeper project underneath it is the idea of, if you understand what controls memory and how we remember... Yeah the goal is then to deal with the lack of remembering as well, so Alzheimer's and so on, as they're looking forward to a future where yeah. we're all getting old and losing our memories. Well, no, because like what I took from that
0: article was, I think, that it was primarily to deal with Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And it was that sorts of things. But I found something as well at BetterHumans.org that was also another uh, memory eraser of oh, really? type. Yeah, it was something at the University of Texas. And what they're finding is, is that they've made advances in how learning can be manipulated in rats. Mm -hmm. If you zap a rodent, plus give them the drug at a particular time after they've experienced something that was a particularly stressful event, Mm -hmm. if they do it enough times, it becomes less so. You still remember the event, like the rat still remembers it, or ergo, when it's in human trials, the human will still remember mm-hmm. the event, but it will have been exposed to the drug and to a zap of some
1: sort in such a way that it won't be so significant. Right. So the zap hunger. presumably is the traumatic event. Yeah. For the yeah for the yeah, rat. yeah yeah yeah. Well, that does seem like propranolol because that the whole idea of that was that it was basically developed out of beta blockers that would prevent the sort of emotional intensity of the memory. Yeah. You would still remember the thing, but you know what really struck me. And this is part of what the articles about too is uh, the field of neuroscience and I've talked on a couple of occasions recently to neuroscience researchers about the issue of memory who've said we have made so much progress mostly due to fMRI technology and the last like basically well one guy said in the last seven years, we've learned more about brain function than basically than we knew at all before.
0: I know. No, that's what I was just thinking because I saw your story and then I was going to pick this up and I just let it go because I thought I'm always talking about that. But I thought we're getting this this kind of information about memory or this kind of discoveries about memory coming from all these different quarters. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, something significant, as you're saying, is
1: right around the corner, Mm -hmm. which is great. Yeah. And if you consider the funding models for these things, I mean, old peeps. Yeah. Which is going to be a huge booming area, and that's one area where you can get. <laughs> oh, no, when we're for in research. the nursing room sure. together, we'll recognize each other. <laughs> and I used Hope to do get a it. <laughs> with you. That's right. Now I have just
0: something really kind of quick and snappy. This mm-hmm. was just something that I saw. You know, I love um, jump drives or anything that has to do with USB. Well, this is something called the USB DVI cable. Capable. <laughs> And what it is, is is that it allows you, because you know, we only have at the back of your um, laptop or the back of your desktop, you only have one slot to put um, a monitor in, right? Well, what this does is it allows you to run all sorts of, you can run up to six monitors through your computer by using this particular key. The yeah, this USB key. I thought it was really neat.
1: <laughs> what I thought of is it just makes you think you can be your own Doctor Evil, you know, with your little <laughs> command headquarters, with us surrounded yeah. by all these monitors and so on. You know, think when, of the porno applications. <laughs> oh. Uh, when I saw that you were going to talk about this, I was reminded of something that my colleague Dan Meisner said the other day. He had been listening to back episodes of the Sniffer, and he was saying, "Why is Kathy always talking about portable projectors?" <laughs> <laughs> You said, <laughs> Pico projector, Dad. Here I am. I've got something and new. This is your new, like, dog with a bone thing. You're obsessed with USB keys. I am. I think they're incredible. It they're is They're the future of the world, much, Laura. How much you can store on them now, actually. They're the future of DVD be gone. Everything be gone. USB. I take my, I have one in my pocket. I take it everywhere. I have three. I should take mine with me more often because there are times when it would really come in handy. Oh, it's so handy. And if somebody's listening to music you like, you stick in your key.
0: Screw Apple. (laughs) We'll talk about that. Well, I guess, should we talk about that quickly? What do you think about this $1.29 jump?
1: I'm not, in principle, I'm not opposed to the idea of differential pricing for different types of things. Some of them were going to be lower, right? Some of them are now going to be $0.69. Yeah. Which makes sense, I think, for maybe back catalog stuff, you know, B-sides and stuff like that. I predict a return to the stores over this. Really?
0: Yep. I'm saying no more to iTunes, and I spend a lot of money on iTunes. That's it. I'm going
1: to go buy CDs. I still maintain that if you like album artists, it actually still makes sense to buy CDs. Yep. Okay. Come to the blog for links to these stories and more. TheSniffer.net. Bye.